Good morning, everyone. Good morning. morning. I'm, uh, my name is Nancy Merritt. I am honored to serve on your board of trustees, and I want to welcome you to our 930 service this morning and to the live stream audience that's streaming with us this morning. Welcome as well. Our services are at 930 and 1130, and we live stream our 930, and we can always watch our services anytime on demand at our website or on YouTube. One of Unity's core values is that of welcoming. And if you would like to be a part of the team that helps provide our welcoming and spirit-filled environment, I'm inviting you to consider joining our welcome and usher team. And I want to put in a personal plug because I've been ushering here for a lot of, a lot of years, and it's done nothing but make me connected to this, this group of people. I mean, you get to see everybody coming in. And for an introvert, believe it or not, I am. For an introvert, it's a really safe way to do that and to build those relationships. And you've got two of the most wonderful team leaders available in Jeannie and Marie in leading this team right now to work with. They're fabulous. So think about that and how to make new friendships that way, get to know your, your, the rest of your folks here. So visit with them afterwards at the Garden Court. They'll be there ready to sign you up. Each year, Unity Minneapolis supports Prism, PRISM's holiday toy shop in November. And together, we can shop and then drop off unwrapped gifts and toys by November 27th and add some magic for the thousand children plus that we serve through PRISM. Our giving tree is in the garden court. We invite you to pick up a gift suggestion card when you leave today. You can still also stop in the garden court today and pick up an all-in prayer rock, write your name on it, and then place it on your altar or place of prayer in your home, and join our community in prayer for a successful capital campaign. As Unity Minneapolis is being remodeled, you'll have an opportunity to add your rock to the new foundation. So details for our upcoming events and activities are in your bulletin, on our website, Facebook, Peak of the Week, and our weekly emails. You can also email or call the church office. And now I ask that you join me in welcoming Reverend Pat for our opening prayer. Join me in our opening prayer. I invite you, if you would, just to go to that place within. Take that deep breath with me and let go of the busyness of the morning. Let go of all the activities that it's taken to get you here to this time in this place. And let go of the agenda for the rest of the day. And I invite you to totally become present to the presence. 
and acknowledge and welcome that presence as it flows through you as you, as life itself. We're grateful today for our oneness, our oneness with each other, and our oneness with all that is. We are grateful. We're grateful for this community, for its vision, for its strength, for its courage to follow that inner guidance, that guidance of spirit. And today we are indeed grateful to be all in, to be all in with each other, knowing our oneness with each other. Today we also hold in our heart today all of those that are experiencing challenges in their life. We know that even when it appears as a challenge, it is a lesson, a lesson for us to learn. And we know that regardless of what is happening, that God is greater than appearances, that God is greater than that situation. And so it is with great joy and appreciation that together we say, thank you, God. Together, thank you, God. And again, thank you, God. And again, thank you, God. Let's applaud this day, okay? Opening <laughs> song. you created there is more than enough on a planet of sacred design there is more than enough for humanity made in your image why would I worry why would I doubt why would I ever think I'd go without why would I worry
Thank you, and please be seated. Good morning. Welcome. We're glad you're in our sanctuary with us today, and we certainly welcome those that are live streaming with us today. We're grateful that you're here as well. Just, just turn around and wave to those wonderful people that are live streaming with us today. There are many of you out there, and we really appreciate your presence here today as well. You know, uh, today is an important day because not only is it uh, Commitment Sunday, but it's also the first Sunday of the month when we acknowledge birthdays and anniversaries. So my dear friends, if you have a birthday or an anniversary today, we want to honor your presence here today. So just take your, cur although I'm getting those things mixed up here. Birthdays and anniversaries, we invite you to please stand just for a moment. Yes, look around the room here. Yes, yes, yes. Remain standing just for a moment. Remain standing just for a moment. You know, your disciple is Thaddeus, and your power is release or letting go. Your color is russet, and this is your ability to remove, release, denounce, deny, to let go. And the affirmation is, I release anything and everything that no longer serves my unfolding good. I release anything and everything that no longer serves my unfolding good. Easier said than done, isn't it? Yes. So by all means, thank you. Let's give them appreciation, okay? You may be seated. I also want to take a moment and acknowledge our veterans today, our veterans. We have any veterans in the sanctuary today. We want to invite you to please stand. Please stand. Acknowledge our veterans today. We appreciate your service. Thank you, and please be seated. You know, Unity is that open and welcoming, inclusive community. They're one, therefore, one of our favorite things to do here is to welcome our guests. So, my dear friends, if you're a guest with us today, we want to acknowledge your presence. We invite you, if you would, to take your courage in your hand and raise your hand as I raise my hand. We want to acknowledge your presence here today. Yes, keep your hand up, please, until our ushers get to you. Keep your hands up, please, till our ushers get to you. That packet of information tells you a lot about Unity Minneapolis. There's a card there. If you choose to fill out any part of that card and turn that into our book desk, we have a gift for you. The rose is a gift from our congregation so that we can easily recognize you and give you that personal one-on-one -on -one welcome. All of that's important, and yet one of the most important things that I say on this platform each and every Sunday morning is this. And that is, my dear friends, wherever you are on your spiritual journey, wherever you may be, you're welcome here. We welcome you. We bless you. We behold that living presence of the divine within you. Let's appreciate this marvelous guest here today, okay? Now let's affirm together our core values found in your order of service. Together. We are loving, transforming, welcoming, spirit-filled, prosperous, and joyful. Let's do that again. We are loving, transforming, welcoming, spirit-filled, prosperous, and joyful. And the all-in affirmation found on the other side of your program, let's affirm this together. Together, I am all in. Therefore, I think like I am all in. I feel like I am all in. I speak like I am all in. And I act like I am all in because I am all in. This past weekend, we were blessed to be able to finish a membership class. Reverend Tony and Reverend Kevin and I were blessed to participate in that. 
Reverend Tony's not with us this morning. She's conducting a memorial service off-site. I'm going to invite you to come to the platform as I call your name. Michelle Keeney Caravello, Jessica Camp, Jody Ross, Richard Teets. Charles Fillmore, co-founder of Unity, define Unity in this way. Unity is a link in the great educational movement inaugurated by Jesus our way sure. Our objective is to discern the truth in Christianity and to prove it. The truth we teach is not new. Neither do we claim special revelations or discovery of new religious principles. Our purpose is to help and teach humanity to use and prove the eternal truth taught by the master teacher. You have expressed the desire to officially affiliate yourself with Unity Minneapolis and the greater unity movement so that together we might make Charles Fillmore's definition of unity come alive. We do this by modeling for humankind the truth that Jesus taught and demonstrated. You are familiar with and are in alignment with the vision and mission that our congregation has created. Do you, as new members, commit to supporting Unity Minneapolis vision and mission statements with your thoughts and prayers and service? If so, please say, I do. Board of, Tru Board of Trustees President Nancy Merritt, these individuals have expressed a desire to unite in membership with Unity Minneapolis. They have fulfilled the requirements for membership as outlined by our bylaws. They have also pledged their alignment with the vision and mission statements of Unity Minneapolis. They are demonstrating their commitment to their own spiritual growth, and they have promised to support this church. Do you, as the elected representatives of the Congregation of Unity Minneapolis, accept these individuals as members of Unity Minneapolis with all the accorded privileges? Thank you. And from this day forward, be known that these individuals have become members of Unity Minneapolis. We invite you to stand as we sing to them, I behold the Christ in you. The words are in your order of service.
You may be seated. The reading of our daily word. We now move deeper into spirit with the reading of the daily word. You are invited to mentally add your prayers to this prayer box. After the service, the prayer box is located in the garden court, where you may add your written requests. You may also submit an online prayer request via our website. Your prayers are prayed with by our prayer ministry for seven days. And then they're forwarded to Silent Unity, where they are prayed with for another additional 30 days. The word for today is balance. I honor life-shifting rhythms. Sometimes trying to balance my schedule meet my obligations, and even find time, find time for the things I enjoy can leave me scrambling to figure out how to fit it all in. Today, I take a cue from nature, and I notice the rhythm of the seasons and the tides, the cycles of growth, in the order that underlies all things. I appreciate how seamlessly the natural world balances itself and restores itself to harmony. This gift of harmony and balance lives in me. I honor myself when I flow with it instead of forcing my will upon it. I listen to my body's many signals. I rest when I'm tired, eat when I'm hungry, and socialize and seek solitude as I need to. As I care for myself, I find balance. And scripture tells us, for there is nothing better for people under the sun than to eat, drink, and enjoy themselves. That's Mechalipsis, chapter 8, verse 15. The word for today, my friends, is balance.
please join me in a time of quiet and of meditation. Simply become aware of your breath. Take a few deliberate and relaxing breaths, centering into your heart space. Settle in and gently release and let go of any thoughts or things or feelings that inhibit you from simply being still and at peace. If you've not done so already, I invite you to close your eyes, shutting out the outer world. You may even place your hand gently on your heart as that gesture of going within. Jesus, our master teacher, described this special place as the upper room. As you move into this higher state of consciousness, lovingly release and relax any tension in your body. Quiet your mind. Any distracting thoughts or feelings now take the form of a cloud in a perfect blue sky, gently drifting away. Imagine yourself as that falling leaf gently gliding on the air, coming to rest in a pool of water, surrendering to the currents, to the movements of the water, gently letting go, gently relaxing. Another deep breath, feeling yourself in the flow of life. Please allow my words to be the words of your heart. I am clear that my ultimate purpose in life is to fully know and express my own divinity. I am here to learn, to grow, and to contribute to the world in my own unique way. I am a giver to life. I know that each and every relationship and interactions with others is an opportunity for my soul's growth. As I choose to move to higher levels of understanding and consciousness, my inner peace and happiness becomes more fully available to me. I am a giver to life, and I am all in. I am all in with my faith. I am all in with my generosity. I am all in with my prayers. I am all in with my giving. Yes, I am a giver to life. And I give 
I give myself away generously. We now take a few moments and simply rest, resting in the quiet, in the stillness, in the silence. invite you to gently return to this time and place, breathing deeply, returning, returning with a greater sense of being in the flow with source, with unlimited source, returning with a deeper sense of being that giver to life and that willingness to be all in. So it is. It's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new Fish in the sea, you know how I feel. 
Rachel, you are an unrepeatable expression of spirit, and I give thanks that you're expressing it right here at Unity Minneapolis. Thank you very much. A Minneapolis couple decided to go to Florida to thaw out during a particular icy winter. They planned to stay at the same hotel where they had spent their honeymoon 20 years earlier. And because of their hectic schedules, it was difficult for the couple to coordinate the travel plans. So the husband left Minneapolis and flew to Florida on Thursday while his wife planned to fly down the following day. The husband checked into the hotel and there was a computer in the room, so he decided to send an email to his wife. However, he accidentally left out one letter of her email address and sent the email without realizing his error. Meanwhile, someone in Houston, a widow, had just returned home from her husband's funeral. He was a Baptist minister who was called home to glory following a heart attack. The widow decided to check her email expecting condolence messages from her family and from her friends. But after reading her very first email, she screamed and she fainted. The widow's son rushed into the room and found his mother on the floor and saw the computer screen, which read, To my loving wife, 
Subject, I just arrived today. <laughs> I know you're surprised to hear from me. They have computers here now, and you are allowed to send emails to your loved ones. Since I just arrived, I thought I would send you an email. Everything was prepared. Everything has been prepared for your arrival tomorrow. <laughs> Looking forward to seeing you then and hope your journey is as uneventful as mine was. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So today we conclude our series on I Am All In. And of course, you might remember that just a few weeks ago, Sue Warner reminded us of our vision that we had for this community, a vision that was fully accessible to all. And then, of course, the following week, Michelle Ness and David Reed reminded us of our generosity, the generosity that we share outside of these walls with people like Prism and Noble School. And in the following week, 18 of you shared your gratitude for Unity Minneapolis with a flashcard demonstration. Silently, you shared it. It was powerful. And then, of course, the following week, we shared I'm All In with Prayer. And Terry Anderson and Gretchen Stein shared how they were all in in their prayer life as well. And then last week, I'm All In with My Faith, Adam Glatzel and Julie Francel Nelson shared about their faith and how they were all in with their faith. Today is, I am all in with my giving. Let's affirm that together. I am all in with my giving. I love that. One more. Charles Fillmore says it's necessary to give freely if we are to receive freely. The law of receiving includes giving. The knowledge that substance is omnipresent and that man cannot therefore impoverish himself by giving, but rather increase his supply, will enable man to give freely and cheerfully. Jesus in Matthew 10, 8 says, Freely ye receive, freely give. And I love it when someone in this congregation, this is kind of like a motto for them. I, you cannot outgive God. You cannot outgive God. And if you don't like that term, you cannot outgive the universe. And why is that true? Because when we give, we create a vacuum in our life. And when we give, we create that vacuum, and the universe rushes to fulfill that vacuum. My teacher, one of my teachers, Eric Butterworth, says, and if you're going to make any sense out of life, if life is going to have any rhyme or reason, if you're going to realize in any way the free flow of life, you must stop thinking about get, 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 and start thinking about giving, unfolding, radiating, expressing. Giving must become the main thrust of your whole life experience. And when it does, when you discover the wonder of giving, then truly you come for the first time to know what life is all about. And your life experience becomes joy and joyful and full and affluent because there's a fundamental cosmic glow involved. Life to the person who begins to experience wholeness becomes a giving process. And he says, of course, I'm just not talking about monetary giving as well. But if you notice that since you've come into unity, regardless of how long that you've been here, you've experienced more wholeness in your life. And as you begin to experience more wholeness in your life, then it is truly your nature to give. And you begin to develop that nature in your giving process. In unity, in a teaching such as this, 
I believe that one of the greatest challenges that we can face is our quest to enjoy life, and our quest to enjoy life is the temptation to live selfishly. Now, take a breath on that. I'm not calling anybody out here selfish, okay? So please don't send me emails because you're very generous and you're a very generous congregation. But I think sometimes, like for me, for example, when I came into this teaching, my number one thing was God first, others second, and neighbor me, me last, you know? And so it was a great thing for me, a great opportunity for me to learn that it was okay to take care of myself. In fact, only to the degree that I take care of myself and feel good about myself am I able to give to others and give it with great joy. You know, I also learned in a 12-step program which brought me to this teaching that if I want to keep something, I have to give it away. Have you heard that before? If I wanted to, Bill W. was very clear, the founder of AA, he says, if you want to give something, you have to, if you want to keep it, you have to give it away. And so obviously it was our job, especially young in sobriety and continues on now, if I want to keep my own sobriety, then I need to also step out and allow help others to have their sobriety as well. You know, I believe that, that if we're going to experience a new level of love and joy, God's joy, we must do a better job of getting out of our own way and being in service to others. We must learn to be a giver to life and not just a taker. I do know some takers. There's none in this sanctuary, I'm sure. But do you know takers in life that seem to just take, 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 as opposed to give? And there's so much we do take, don't misunderstand me, but there's so much more joy in giving. And we do understand that spiritual law. We understand that spiritual law of giving and receiving, and that what activates this spiritual law is not taking. What activates this spiritual law is giving, as you give, we receive. And I believe also as we step in and continue to step into a teaching like this, yes, we begin to practice that law. We begin to practice that law of giving and receiving and knowing that we cannot outgive God and knowing that as we give, we receive. And at the same time, I believe the longer that we stay in this teaching, we move beyond, we, move, we transcend the law to some degree. Because we get to that point where we give, not because we are going to receive, but we give because it is a joy to give. It is a joy to give, and it is our nature to give. So we give not necessarily expecting anything in return. And yet the law provides that. Usually not in the way that Reverend Pat sometimes wants it, but the law provides that whatever I put out there is going to come back. But we give out of the, the joy of giving and the love of our hearts. Well, you may say, Reverend Pat, I don't have anything to give. You are alive. You have something to do. You have something to give. A smile, a hug, a prayer, a visit to someone in the hospital, a friendship, someone that needs your friendship, someone that needs your love, someone that needs your encouragement, someone that needs you. 
And you know, I do not, I know without a doubt that we are not meant to operate alone in this universe. We cannot be alone. We are not long rangers. We need each other. Ram Das very clearly says, and I love it, we're just here walking each other home. And I don't know about you, but it seems like we're here in a flash, just walking each other home. You know, my cleaners, my dry cleaners, they have something called Senior Discount Day. I know it's hard to believe, but I qualify. I qualify. Reminds me of someone that said, how old are you? And they said, 39 and holding. Well, how old would you be if you let go? Let go. (laughs) Senior discount day. Oh, my goodness. I qualify. Well, each Wednesday, you know, because it is senior discount day, I take my cleaning to the dry cleaning, and I pick it up on a Friday. And there's a lady there that is so nice. You know, she goes, I'll check your buttons for you. Guys, do you know what it means to have your buttons checked? (laughs) It's fabulous, you know, because I know that when I start to put on a shirt, that the buttons are attached because you don't want me attaching buttons. You know, I don't know how to do that. And don't come teach me. I don't want to learn, okay? But it's, it's so important for her to say, you know, I will check your buttons. And she is so nice to me. Well, not, as you know, usually early in the morning, I'm up and I'm at the gym, and um, uh, some days I exercise more than others, but I'm there. I'm there, and so after the gym, I treat myself on Wednesdays to a caribou hot tea. I'm not advertising caribou, but it's a really great place. It's a great place, and they have some of the best Earl Grey hot tea you want. It has a kick to it. You know, it has a kick to it. So I have an Earl Grey hot tea on Wednesday mornings. So I decided to begin to bring my cleaning uh, cleaners, the lady that works at the cleaners, she, uh, a hot, dark, roasted coffee, because I found out through Way of the Grapevine that that's what she likes. So every Wednesday when I pick up my tea, I pick up a, a hot coffee for her. It's just a short distance, and when I get there, she takes the coffee, and oh my goodness, we have a good time. You know, I wish we had time to visit, but we're just kind of passing. I don't even know her last name. I don't even know her last name. She knows my last name. She, I, unless she's looked me up, she has no idea of what I do for a living, none whatsoever. But I bring her this coffee each, and, and so, oh my goodness, a couple of weeks ago, I brought the coffee, and she wasn't there. Ooh. So the lady that was kind enough to help me, I said, is she, she said, well, she's not here today. I said, well, do you, do you drink coffee? She said, yes. I said, well, please enjoy the coffee. Well, that Friday I went in to pick up my laundry, and she came out. And she said to me, I said to her, wow, you were really missed on Wednesday. I hope everything's okay. You know, just making small conversation as we do, but sincere about it. I hope everything is okay with you. I really missed you. She said, yes, I understand that you passed the coffee on to one of my coworkers. Thank you. And I said, things are well? And she broke down in tears. She broke down in tears as we were standing in the middle of a parking lot. And she said, this past week, my 22-year-old son took his life. 
And at that point, we both shed tears together. We cried. Some unusual circumstances I won't go into. And we cried together. And I could tell that she was appreciative of this interaction. And I said, I don't know where this came from. I said, do you want a hug? And she says, yes. So not only did we talk, but we hugged each other. I don't know. She's married, single, widowed, divorced, separated. I'm so grateful that no one was taking pictures. We hugged. We hugged each other. We talked a little more. And when I left her, I was sad. But I knew that what I had done was the right thing to do. And I also knew that I felt contented. Now, I know that feels strange to maybe some of you. But I felt contented. I felt that I had been given the gift. I had been given the gift because I was able to support her. And so what I said to my, what I thought to myself later, I said, my goodness, the cost of a cup of coffee, a simple cup of coffee, was what allowed me to feel this way. We never know how our gifts and how our giving will come back to us. A few weeks ago, our outreach team, our outreach committee, we went to Feed My Starving Children. And it's one of my favorite things to do. We go usually there about twice a year. And I look around and I see some of you were there. And we're, you know how it works. We're gathered around the table and I'm trying to get the bags under there as fast as I can. But we're getting, we're getting to know people. We're getting to know each other as we do this work together. We become a tighter community. And yes, we are filling bags left and right, right and left. And we know that it feels good. And we also know that most of these people, more than likely, we will never see the children that get these bags. We will never see them more than likely. We won't see how they grow up. We won't see what they're about. But we know that we, have set, we are doing good. We're giving. We're feeling good about it. Feeling good. We're feeling good. Even though we do not see or know these children. This capital campaign... I'm all in. This capital campaign, of course, supports us in this room. Supports our membership. That's over 400 people, maybe closer to five. Connie would know the exact numbers. And by the way, plug. If you haven't renewed your membership, do it, okay? Do it so Connie doesn't chase you down, you know? So renew your membership. But anyway, we don't, we will, we, we, we hopefully that we will all be in in this campaign and we will serve each other but we will serve those this campaign will allow us to serve those that we will never see we will they allow us to serve those that will utilize this building through accessibility that are yet to come someone said to me in my reaching out they said to me well you know reverend pat we don't have that many people in wheelchairs. 
We don't have that many people that might need accessibility. And I said, no, we don't. Do you imagine why not? Because <laughs> we're not accessible. We're not accessible. And those that come that need accessibility issues, thank you, Father, Mother, God, they put up with us and continue to come back. Thank God. Anyway, like we will not see those children that we pack bags for, more than likely we will, we will not see many that will use our accessible building. Glenn and Lynn Jensen are all in. They have been giving of their vision, their generosity, their gratitude, their prayers, their faith, and giving their financial support. I'm going to invite Glenn to come forward and to share some of his process. Let's welcome Glenn Jensen. Yes, Glenn. Yes, my name is Glenn Jensen, and I've been coming to Unity since 1989, and I am a member. There are many things that I've spent many on in my life that were very good with seed money that fell on fertile ground and produced abundantly. Things like my education, my kids' education, my home, my home, my health, my wife, money given to unity, some memorable vacations. I had a vision, I held the vision, and I prospered. Now some money that I have spent fell on hard, barren ground and was lost. Maybe some things I thought I needed or thought I wanted or just didn't think through. The vision wasn't clear and these things just did not pan out. The Unity Capital campaign and the vision which created it promised to be fertile ground with plenty of moisture to grow my seed money. Unity Minneapolis will benefit in many ways. The greater community through Unity will benefit people we don't even know who, are, who will benefit from it. And the greater world will benefit by small acts working together. And I will benefit. Again, as Pat just said, divine love flowing through me blesses and multiplies all that I give and all that I receive and all that I am. Increase will happen to me on many levels. It might not be apples for apples or dollars for dollars, but increase will occur. Now, fear might lead me to think that my contribution to the capital campaign will prevent some other things, perhaps more fun things from happening, like maybe another Mexican resort vacation or an Alaskan cruise, maybe another unity trip to the Middle East, uh, maybe just trips with my family to Cyprus, which is coming up, or to Australia to visit relatives or friends. The list could go on and on. Fear. But as Charles Fillmore wrote, the spiritual ethers are filled with plenty. Prosperity fills the air, and all my needs are met with abundance. All our needs are met with abundance. So giving to the capital campaign will not prevent anything else from happening, just the opposite. Increase will occur. And again, reiterating what Reverend Pat said, I and you, we cannot outgive God. As Nancy Little, who was a longtime licensed Unity teacher, stated many times, there is enough 
for everything and for everybody. We just have to have a vision, hold the vision, and work the vision. I believe that. Unity's vision created and is working through the capital campaign. And I support that. I have no fear. I am all in. Thanks. So today I ask you that, be, that you be all in with your financial giving. Yes, this is over and above your normal giving and also over and above your year-end giving. But I ask you to be all in. I ask that you take a look at the card that's in front of you. They should be in your pews. And as you look at that card, allow spirit to work through you. Do not be afraid. Remember again, Charles Fillmore quote, says it is necessary to give freely if we are to receive freely. Ask again and again, Spirit, how do you want to work through me to impact lives through Unity Minneapolis and beyond? What would you have me give so that I might be a channel of good for this project and beyond? In just a few moments, I'm going to ask that you come forward and that you place your commitment card in the container in your sealed envelope. There are cards and envelopes in the pews in front of you. And to our online community, I ask also that you fill out the card and uh, send it in. The directions are there online. So instructions are there. If, my dear friends, you are still in the discernment process, I still ask that you come forward and bless the cards that are present. If you've already mailed your card or your card is in-house, I yes, I invite you to fill out another card and bring that forward to put in the bowl and mark copy on that card, indicating that the original is already in our house. I want all of us to be all in. And therefore, my request is that you come forth and give and bless this project. We can do this. Let us do this with celebration. Let us do this with joy. Let us not do this with fear. Do not do this with fear. Lori's going to play some great dancing music as we come down the aisle and dance back to our seats. There will be no judges around the dancing, okay? But I don't know about you, but I see couples in this sanctuary here that literally dance down the aisle for their wedding and dance back. It is a joyful time. So I want, to look, I want you to look at the card. I want you to see the card, take it into your heart. I want you to fill it out. What I'm going to do also in just a few moments is invite our board members or their spouses, some of our board members are out of town, to come first. You as a congregation, you need to know that your board is 100% and each and every board member has made a generous gift to this campaign. Not only that, you as a congregate needs to know that our entire leadership staff team has made generous gifts to this campaign. So I'm going to invite our board members to come forth first. Any board members in the sanctuary? And then I will also invite 
uh, our board members. Just come forth with your card. If you're a board member, come forth and let us do that. Dan there we go. I love some dancing here. Some dancing here. Let's, yeah, yeah. Some dancing here. Let's put the card in. Okay, wonderful. I'm going to invite any of our staff that is present in the sanctuary, our staff to come forth, put their cards in. They too are all in. 100% of our leadership staff is in with generous gifts. Now I'm going to invite the back, we're going to release from the back of the sanctuary. All of you, I invite you to participate. We're going to release from the back of the sanctuary, come down and return to the side aisles. Bless it. Yes, here's Reverend. Oh, Timothy, good to see you. Good to see you, Dan. Thank you, good to see you, Mona. All in. All in. All in. Thank you. All in. Beautiful. All in. <laughs> I love it. All in. Yes. Dancing down the aisle. All in. All in. Thank you, thank you. All in. It's good to see you. All in. All in, James. Thank you, James. Elizabeth, you're all in. Our new members have got it on you guys. They know how to dance up here. Okay, let's take a moment and bless these. So, sweet Holy Spirit, within we give thanks that we are indeed all in. We're grateful for each other. Grateful for each other and the opportunity to come together and to support each other in this collective vision. 
we give thanks for the opportunity to come forth and to raise our consciousness into a new place, a new place that is inclusive. And for that, we are grateful. Grateful for those that have gone before us, that have created this, this building. Grateful for that. Grateful for the gifts that they have left us. And we say thank you. Thank you, God. Together, thank you. Thank you, God. And so it is. Amen. So this is your homework this week if you choose to accept it. If you turn the card in already, or if you've not turned the card in already, as spirit within you, is this the right amount for you to give in order to make this project a reality? And I believe with all my heart that for this to happen, we have to all be in, all be in. How can, ask yourself, how can I give myself away and still create balance in my life? The daily word was perfect for that today, creating that balance. And then what one thing can I do to give myself away this week? I was born to give myself away. What can I do this week in order to make that happen? And then this Tuesday, if you've not already done so, this Tuesday on November the 8th, Vote. I'm going to say that one more time. Vote. Yes. We're not so heavenly that we don't need to vote. We're having this human experience, and if we want to change things, it is absolutely necessary that we vote. And this is my request, that you take your unity principles into the voting booth with you. Don't leave them on the outside. And then this Friday, here's one more, one more assignment. I know you're saying, oh, this is way too much. No, it's not. Friday, November the 11th, is Veterans Day. Veterans Day. I want you to stop a veteran, find one, and thank them for their service. Yes, yes. I'm glad you're all in. You know, I thought this would be a really tough lesson to give this morning. You know, I don't go around asking for money often. But you know, it was easier than I thought. <laughs> and do you know why? Because it's principle. It's what I believe. My project started at one number, and because of spirit, it has moved twice. I want you to keep an open heart and an open mind and the last spirit to move you again as well. I love you. I bless you. I behold the living presence of the divine within you. And so it is. Amen.
on a beach under a tree. I got a feeling there's a miracle due, gonna come true, coming to me. Could it be? Yes, it could. Something's coming, something good. If I can wait, something's coming. I don't know what it is, but it is gonna be great. With a click, with a shock, phone will jingle, door will knock, open the latch. Something's coming, don't know when, but it soon catch the moon. Rachel, awesome as always. I'm going to invite you uh, to just take a moment and feel this powerful energy of giving and receiving. Can you feel it in the sanctuary? Just feel it. Tap into that. And now is the time in our service where we're going to continue the process of giving and receiving with this with your ongoing gift in terms of weekly offerings. And so there's a variety of ways to give. You can certainly uh, use our QR code. You can certainly use our online website, secure site for that as well. Cash and check is always good. And if you would, uh, I'm going to invite our ushers to come forward. And if you would, imagine your gift in your hand, if you have it physically, or uh, imagine that just now. And if you would, I'll ask you to do our offertory blessing. I'll say it once, and then we'll do it together. Divine love flowing through me blesses and multiplies all that I give, all that I receive, and all that I am. Together. Divine love flowing through me blesses and multiplies all that I give, all that I receive, and all that I am.
moment as we bless these gifts and bless all the gifts that's been received this week. We appreciate all the channels of these gifts. And yet we acknowledge the one presence and one power, God, the source of all good in our life. And so we send them forth to fulfill our vision and our mission of a transformed world. Thank you. Thank you, God. And so it is, and so we let it be. Amen. Undo the Unity Prayer Chaplains, please stand. These individuals arrived early, and they held sacred space in the sanctuary, and they're here to hold that sacred space with you, to listen with the ears of their heart, to pray aloud with you, and then to hold what they have heard in the strictest of confidence. So today, if you have a prayer request, by all means, seek out a Unity Prayer Chaplain. Thank you for your service, and you may be seated. Uh, youth, do we have... Uh, Yes, okay, John, let's bring our youth in. I believe we have youth out there. Let's stand. Let's, let's grade on line 30 service. Let's bring them in. We are walking in the light, in the light of God. In the light, in the Would you shout that one more time? Yes, they're having fun upstairs. And yes, they are. They are. And so your children are fine, I promise you. Okay. So, and so be sure to pick them up as well. Okay. Let us know together our prayer for protection and our peace song. So together we know that the light of God surrounds us. I am light. The love of God enfolds us. I am love. The power of God protects us. I am power. And the presence of God watches over us. I am presence. Wherever we are, God is. I am divine. And all is swell. Let's give these kids a moment to come in. Laura, a couple of tunes here. Oh, yes. Yeah, you, the you got the She's birthday three girl. Three today. She's three today. Three today. Aha. Uh-huh. I know who recently christened you too. Wow. If you, if if one of these belongs to you or your grandparents or something, raise your hand because I want to just tell you how blessed you are today. You are blessed. You are blessed. Yeah. Say. Yeah. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning. We, we have an all-girl crew today, and we made some banks that say all in on it because we're all in, and we talked about sharing our pennies. Beautiful. We've done the prayer for protection, right? Right. Now let's do our peace song, okay? <laughs>
lives with me let this be the moment now with every step i take let this be my joy is found take each moment and live each moment in peace eternally
is a journey, not a destination. There are no mistakes, just chances we've taken. Lay down your regrets, because all we have is not.